the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. You know, I'm not sure if labels labels mean anything or actually they maybe they have more power than ever. If you are a, you know, you're somebody, you know, who is uh, who's part of the establishment. Well, I don't want that guy. Well, you're... Uh, you're uh, you were a tea party guy, but you have kind of rocked the boat. And I, I don't know. What does that mean? Does that mean you got better? You got worse? What does that mean? Um, and, and there's crazy people now running on on all sides. And, you know, New York is putting away yet a, another progressive politician today. So we just have the best of humanity running. Um <laughs> And we're looking for signs of of hope, looking for things that we can count on. What does it mean if Blankenship wins in West Virginia? And what are the odds of that? We have Frank Luntz, uh, founder and chairman of the Luntz uh, uh, Global, about the primary elections today. Frank, which which are the ones that you think are the most important to watch today? Well, yeah, I've... And I don't know if today is the most important, but I'm watching what happens in Ohio for the same reason that you've got uh, people from uh, what you would call the establishment, former elected officials who are coming back in, particularly the uh, the former senator from the state who wants to be the governor uh, in West Virginia. I am going to watch to see if Republicans nominate a, uh, a convicted felon. <laughs> uh, I, Has it, that it, happened it, before? Do you know, Frank? It must have. I mean, and it, you know that the place, I, I don't want, my normal inclination would be to tell a West Virginia joke. This is how much I've changed. I'm going to let that one pass. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, Frank. That's amazing. You, so what would you, you know? That's how much I've changed. But you know that, that voters on the Republican side are still so fed up with the establishment, with that label, and the, the idea of people mm-hmm. who've been around for so long that they haven't brought about the change they promised, that they will vote for the most change-oriented, the most extreme candidate. There are people who will vote uh, for someone because they were convicted of a crime, because it's their way of saying, to heck with all of you, I'm not going to do what you want me to do. And the problem with that is that you feel really good when you vote, Mm -hmm. but in the end, what do you actually get done? I'm watching now, uh, and I got good numbers for your listeners. This is the first time you've had me on when I actually have good news <laughs> that Donald Trump's favorability is up, that his job approval is now at 44%, which is the best it's been at any time in the last 12 months, that he is actually approaching a majority who like what he's doing, even though his favorability is only at 40%, and there's a message there. Mm-hmm. That sometimes how you do things is as important as what you do, mm-hmm. and that people still look at what he says and what he does with concern while they like what he's doing. So is it possible? A couple of things. First of all, do you see the poll that came out yesterday about uh, the, the, the right track, wrong track? This, he, Trump is now experiencing numbers that at no time did Obama experience on right track, wrong track. There's, I feel it. I feel it in my focus groups. I feel it in the research that I'm doing, that there is a shift that's coming, and it's because of the economy. 
that people really do feel better off. They really do think next year will be better than this year. They're beginning to feel the tax cuts, and they see that a lot of the promises are being kept. But, and I always do this, so I can't make everyone fully happy. <laughs> he would be close to 60% job approval yeah. if he wasn't constantly insulting the people he doesn't like. Yeah. And it is very entertaining. And it is very funny. Every time he uses the word Pocahontas, I laugh. (laughs) There is a painting in the capital of Pocahontas, and I go up to it, and I say, everybody, that's Senator uh, Elizabeth Warren. (laughs) Half the people laugh, and half the people want to throw me out of the capital. (laughs) That said, that's not really what we should be about. So is there there a possibility, are you feeling this at all, that... We're starting to kind of get used to him a little bit more. For instance, some things are paying off. I would be much more concerned about what he was going to do this week with Iran if I hadn't seen him do some of these things before that seem crazy and dangerous, but he's just pulling them off. He brought Korea to the table. Right. He got China to back down. He is getting Western Europe to come to his point of view rather than the other way around. Right. Things are happening. They're considering uh, reforming food stamps on Capitol Hill and adding a work requirement to that and to welfare, which is what Americans want. They've been waiting for. We had it, and then Barack Obama removed it. And that's going to be a vote later this week. There's a rescission package, which means that they're going to cut more ways for Washington spending. These are the things that he ran on. These are the promises that he gave to people who live paycheck to paycheck, struggling to get by. Right. So they see a difference. Frank, let me go back to West Virginia and Blankenship. Uh, Is there, do you feel in any of the polling that you've done, are are people, because I'm torn, if I didn't care about the country, I would vote for Blankenship because I would think, you know what, it's all worthless anyway. I think it'd be funny. Put that guy in uh, because it's a show. Is there anything to say about that? Or are people really, um, are they embracing the China people? Or are they just embracing somebody who will go in and break the system? Those people who are voting for him believe the system is broken. And so breaking it is just the next step. They, they see themselves as participating, in essence, almost in a revolution. And there is a time uh, in your career when you may have argued for that. I, I think you know that I give you credit for creating the Tea Party. I really do. Well, because you spoke to people's anger, their frustration, their fear for the country and where it was headed. And you gave voice that did not exist. But there was a constructive outcome to that, a change in the House, eventually a change yes. in the Senate and a change in the presidency. Correct. This, I, I, I know him a little bit, and I don't care what he says. I know what he did, and I have a problem with it. Blankenship. And the, yes, yeah. and I think if the public really understood it, they'd have a problem with it, too. But now, and this is, this is a deeper point, do we trust our justice system? Do we trust the FBI? Do we trust the CIA? No. We now have lost faith in those institutions, in the legal institutions, that are meant to keep the country running. So we don't trust Congress. 
We don't trust the media. We don't trust our legal system. Where do we go from here? I don't know. Frank, I'm looking at the polling uh, for the West Virginia race. Really, the only piece of evidence that we have that Blankenship has a chance at this race is an internal poll that was leaked from one of his rivals. And normally, you leak polls showing you're doing really well, but perhaps was this leaked because they want uh, they wanted Donald Trump to jump into this uh, and, and, and say that Blankenship was a bad guy. Do you have any thoughts on that? It's possible. At this point, I don't believe primary polls because the turnouts are so low. And this is one of the reasons why Trump's numbers were always underestimated in the primaries and underestimated on Election Day, that there may be people who are voting for him that won't acknowledge it because of his background. It's really dangerous. Let us at least say this. He has become a credible candidate, and it is possible that he will win. I don't think he does, but it's still possible. Any chance of him, any chance of him beating Joe Manchin? He will not beat Joe Manchin. Joe, West Virginia hates Barack Obama. West Virginia hates Hillary Clinton. But they're willing to give Joe Manchin a pass. Yeah. They know him as governor. They've known him as senator. It will take a great Republican uh, upset to beat Manchin. I think actually North Dakota is much more likely to flip. Indiana is more likely to flip. If we didn't have an, uh, an insane situation in the Missouri governor's race, that seat is more likely to flip. What we're not, and I, someone who believes that Democrats could win the Senate, but I can also make a case now, six weeks after I made that prediction, that Republicans could pick up two seats in the Senate. Wow. I don't think West Virginia is one of them. All right. Is there is there anything that we should be watching for as the results come in that you say it's a warning sign or a positive sign for the future? I don't think that today is significant enough. I don't. I just in looking at states that are up this week and next week, these are not the weeks where I'm waiting up till two in the morning to get exit polls to see why people voted the way they did. To me, the biggest, the biggest, most significant polling data is the fact that Trump's job approval uh-huh. is starting to approach 50%. Frank, one last question. You do this all over the world. Are we different than the rest of the world uh, when you're talking to people? Is this the general feeling that you're getting from people all over the world? Or we better, worse, we used, or about the same? We used to be the most optimistic. When I was at Oxford for three years, America was the most optimistic country, and it drove the Europeans and the Asians nuts. Crazy, yeah. Now we're the most pessimistic, and they can't understand why. Wow. Amazing. Frank Lutz, thank you so much. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network.